What's up guys, it's Nicola and Aryan. Hello. 1.20.2 has been out for a while now, and a bunch of new exciting features have been added, both in the base game and as experimental features. So let's jump right in. So as always, for every update, there's a couple bland features that they added, so let's just get those out of the way. They added this new command called slash random, which basically just draws a random value, whether for a seed or some, or any or just a random number. They added another attribute called the max absorption attribute, which uh, they also added a new game rule called the enderpearl is vanish on death, which pretty self-explanatory is that the enderpearl vanishes when, when you die. So this could be useful in prison situations where if this is enabled to true, it makes prisons harder because you can't do a kill check because the enderpearl won't enderpearl stasis chamber won't vanish when you die, right? So they'll have to find new features if the server decides to turn that uh, game rule on. They also added a sequence loot table function, which can be um, which has a bunch of new features as for the loot table. They also made it so that the narrator hotkey can be disabled, which is Control B, which is uh, defaults to true, but you can turn it off so that if you press Control B by accident, the narrator won't turn on. They also changed uh, the social the social interaction screen, which I don't know why they didn't remove it at this point. Everybody hates it, but basically you can report skins and names now through that screen. So basically, if you if somebody has a weird name or a weird skin, you can report it. Which okay, all right, that's fine. Um, they also added a couple new tags, whether for blocks, damage, and entities. They also uh, made a couple changes to barriers, which basically they don't produce fall particles when somebody falls on them. They also don't create particles when somebody brushes on them, which is useful for maps if you want the barrier to be really subtle so that you don't actually see that it's a barrier there, but it's like basically just an invisible wall. You can also waterlog them in creative mode, which is useful for map makers in, this, in the way that it makes it so that it's so much more immersive when it's underwater. Uh, the coarse flower does not provide any support for hanging or standing blocks. The pots also have their own inventory tooltips and creative. Enchanting tables um, basically change the lapis slot texture to be consistent with the smithing table texture. The jukebox and tripwire hooks now use plank sounds instead of stone. Lever, redstone comparator, and redstone repeaters now use stone sounds instead of plank, so they swap those two. Uh, pink petals, hitbox size increases when you put more petals down. Uh, the skulk sensor vibrations are um, basically they just change, they added a couple things that they can detect in a bunch of different areas, and they also, um, vibrations can't be lost anymore on simulation distance limits. Uh, camels uh, e eating cactus also limits an eat thing, which it didn't before, and in smithing tables, uh, the upgrade material can be sent uh, to the GUI with the shift click, which uh, it wasn't able to do before. And the sponge and wet sponge now have custom sounds. They also changed um, the chorus fruit, which now resets, resets fall distance when eating it. So basically, if you're falling and you use a chorus fruit, you won't take damage. An explorer map has different uh, structure icons. So basically, the woodland mansion icon and the uh, ocean monument icon changed. And the Pixet Music Disc is now the last one in the creative inventory. Uh, they also changed a couple things for mobs, where the bee can collect pollen from chorus flower or spore blossoms. The camels, frogs, goats, and sniffers are a panic when attached to leads. Uh, villagers, or sorry, while attached to leads. And villagers, uh, importantly, don't uh, can't be discounted multiple times when cured. Now this is important because now you can't have a one emerald uh, for example, protection book, if the protection book price was initially very, very high. 
this is really going to be annoying for late game when you want to have those uh, bunch of books uh, to at one emerald so you can easily get a new set whenever you die or whatever and need a new set um uh which uh yeah and um iron golem spawns have been increased to happen every 30 seconds instead of 35 uh the mob attack reach calculation has been changed which basically just means that uh the way that to, that the game checks if they can reach you is changed um they made a couple changes to display entities which are basically just these things that are invisible and allow you to uh, i think put text and stuff like that uh now another important change is that the diamond ore distribution has changed now this uh basically they changed uh the the height they're, they they made it uniformly distributed with a new ore blob dis, uh, placement, which happens between the heights of negative 64 and negative 4, with a blob size of 8, generation frequency of 2, and a 50% chance of discarding when exposed to air. So basically, all of that jargon is just a new type of uh, collection of diamonds that can spawn in a specific uh, place. And they also, the other ones remain untouched. Um, they changed a couple things with functions, uh, a couple formatting things, and also um, the command history is now saved and accessible across worlds, which previously needed mods to do. They also now the smithing with style advancement grants 150 experience. The recipe uh, book for bamboo fence and bamboo fence gate are now grouped with the other ones. Uh, when villagers unlock new trades, the order is always random instead of sometimes being deterministic, which basically means that uh, when you unlock, for example, diamond armor, it's not gonna. The helmet is always gonna be above the uh, the the legging the leggings. I think yeah. Um, uh, when receiving an invalid chat message, now clients will no longer disconnect. Uh, chunk format basically games no longer use numeric values when storing mob effects. So basically, the num instead of storing the number four, the game stores Minecraft colon mining underscore fatigue. Um, so the random tick speed game rule now affects the rate of accumulating snow and ice the same way it affected crops and other blocks. The data pack version is now 18. The debug screen uh, basically is just that the F3 plus B entities that have a passenger will have like that a small square that shows where they're connected. Um, the F, uh, the debug screen can now be turned on with F3 plus 1 and F3 plus 3 instead of Shift F3 and Alt F3. Uh, F3 plus 3 will show charts for ping and network traffic now. So basically they just changed a bunch of hotkeys for the F3 screen. Uh, the NVT, they changed a bunch of NVT formats for a bunch of different things. They also added a couple of game events. They, they renamed the cancel button to back in multiplayer and world selection stuff. Uh, pack for they changed a couple things in the pack metadata uh, to change how things are uh, are written. Uh, they ch they also changed the dot dat for the NBT format for the player for a bunch of different things as well. They also modified a couple things in pr for the protocol of how chunks are sent to low bandwidth stuff, which would be good for computers that are bad uh, that are badly that are not very well optimized or that are slow. The resource pack version is now 18, and they changed a bunch of stuff there. Uh, they changed a uh, the below name display slot in the scoreboard to below underscore name instead. 
the server.properties is a bit changed with a new log IPs option, which defaults to true. Uh, they changed a couple reporting categories and social interactions so to be more, um, more applicable. They also changed a couple tags around. Um, and yeah, that's basically that's basically all the, the dull features that they added. So now let's get on to the interesting stuff. All right, so I don't know if Aryan, you had any thoughts on anything that I said about the dull stuff, but. Yeah, so there are a lot of like boring exper experimental features he talked about. And to be honest, like I'm not really interested in odd stuff. So let's get right into the meat of this episode. The controversial villager rebounds update. Okay, this update, this update, a lot of people made like videos on them, explaining them, and like how it works, why it might not be as good as Mojang wants it to be. But um, let's just jump right in. So today, today we'll be talking about mostly three villagers: the cartographer, the armor, and the librarian. And this kind of affects like the trades they make. And now it's all based on the biome and where they are. So um, if you don't know, like villagers are like in biomes, obviously there's like desert villagers, um, plains um, villages, savannah villages, um, taiga villages, snow villages, all those sort of villages. And each different village has their own type of like villager that spawns in them. Um, but this time there are like now there's, um, I think, s seven new villager types um, that are in Minecraft. There's a desert villager. The jungle villager, plains villager, savanna villager, snow villager, swamp villager, and the taiga villager. Now, I mean, you guys have probably heard of um, the desert, um, plains, savanna, snow, and taiga villages. But what are these jungle and swamp villagers? First of all, like, um, we're just going to clarify right here. There are no jungle villages and swamp villages that spawn in, van in vanilla Minecraft. So how do you exactly get villagers? Like, how do, you get, how do you get jungle villagers? How do you get swamp villagers? Well, it's all based on where you breed them. So wherever wherever you breed a villager, that's kind of what the villager will be. If you if you breed like two savanna villagers in the plains biome, then I think it'll produce a plains villager. But in this case, um, for the jungle and swamp um, villagers, if you breed those villagers in the respective biomes, the jungle um, biome and swamp biome, then they'll form a jungle and swamp villager. So that's how you, that's how you get like all these, all these like seven types of villagers. But why does that matter for this update? So now, based on this update, based on the biome where the villager is, so based on if it's, if it's a jungle villager, a plains villager, a uh, swamp villager, taiga villager, it gives different traits. So let's just look into the cartographer traits based on, the, based on like the, the place where it is. So first of all, for the desert villager, it, um, it gives, like, for the cartographer, it gives maps, obviously. But what type of maps does it even give? For desert villager, it gives the savanna, plains, and jungle, explorer, and village, village maps. So basically, it just gives maps of those three biomes. For the jungle villagers, it's the savanna, desert, and swamp um, biomes. For the plains villagers, it's the savanna and taiga village maps. For the savanna villager, it gives out the desert, plains, and jungle village maps. Um, for snow, for snow villager, it gives out the plains, taiga, and swamp maps. For the swamp villager, it gives the snow village, the taiga village, and the jungle explorer map. And lastly, for taiga, um, um, for taiga villager, it gives out the plains, snowy, and swamp villager maps. That's kind of boring to basically give some maps, but who who even uses cartographers anyway? I mean, most mostly just to find like ancient cities or like um, ocean monuments, wooden mansions. But like no one really uses them for like maps. Like why do you need maps? So now let's get into like the most important part here: how they change the armor 
I just wanted to add the um the there is a use case for these cartographer maps is that since now the maps are the villagers are used in like uh you you need to go to different villages to get different types of for example armor and enchants now if you find one village you can really create like a, a network to of maps to be able to find those other villages with the other different types of traits so yeah that's really the huge advantage of having these new cartographer maps versus just the woodland explorer map and the ocean and the ocean explorer map Yeah, so basically, I guess if you're early game, you want to find some more villages quick, you can just go to these different, like, villages. Like, if you found one village, you can just trade for another village's map there and kind of, like, create a network of villages. Yeah, that's correct. But I guess for more more late-game players where they already found, like, a bunch of villages, um, this is kind of more the useless feature. So now let's jump in right into the more the armor and the enchantment kind of stuff. So let's talk about the armor. So first of all, um, the armor, um, again, um, there's different types of armor. So there's, like, the... It's based on the, the biome where they are. So there's desert armor, jungle armor, um, plains armor, savannah armor, snow armor, swamp armor, and taiga armor. Seven biomes of seven villages and those seven different types of villagers. And now each type of, each type of villager kind of gives a different type of enchantment and in general just a different type of trade for all, um, like for, for like the trades. Um, as, you, as you know, probably... Um, like, there's different types of levels to the villagers. There's, like, novice, apprentice, journeyman, expert, and master. Now, um, I would say, like, um, for armors, at least, the place where they actually get, like, the best type of trades are usually around the expert and master um, range, where an expert, they, they start getting armor with enchantments, and master, they usually get, um, like, diamond armor with enchantments. So you obviously want to have master armors, because they literally give you like literally just enchanted diamond armor, which is pretty busted if you ask me. And before it used to be where um, you just need emeralds for them. So for example, um, used to be like a, a, di an, um, like a diamond chest plate um, would be like 40 emeralds. And like, I mean, 40 emeralds, it's kind of hard to get, but like um, before it used to be kind of simple like that, 40 like emeralds for like a diamond like armor piece. But now it's kind of a bit more complicated. Um, so based on like, now it's not like really random where like okay so if you have like a villager it could it could give like diamond boots with like frost walking three frost, frost walking one or it could give like a helmet with like respiration now it's more like kind of a set um amount of enchantments that you can get from these um armors so let's start with the um i'll, I'll talk i'll talk about all the master villagers for all the different biomes so for the desert biome the master villagers trade um, for um, the chest diamond chest plate and leggings and remember it's only diamond chest plate and leggings so even if you like like keep on like getting more villagers more villagers and trying to like seeing like what trades they give it'll always give um, the diamond chest plate and leggings and I'm pretty sure it only gives thorns um, the thorns enchantment for both of these armor pieces uh, do you want to add anything to that Nicola? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's like, uh, like before in early game, you were able to just create uh, an iron farm or something and then trade the iron for the emeralds and quickly get easily a diamond, uh, diamond armor, a full diamond set and even go immediately go on to netherite after like three days of grinding, three Minecraft days, keep in mind. But now you have to go diamond mining for several diamonds and you also have to level up those armors all the way to master um to to even to get half of your diamond set and then you have to travel to another village using the cartographer map or just randomly exploring to get another one so it just makes everything a lot more 
hard, a lot harder. But when you think about it before getting that full diamond armor in three days, that is not balanced at all, right? This this uh, really shows that, you know, Mojang is trying to balance out the game so that, you know, diamond armor, which is in theory the second hardest, which is indeed the second hardest set of armor uh, that you can get in three days, like that's, uh, like, uh, I mean, it makes sense why they would make this change, right? Yeah, for sure. So I'll just like go, go more into the, into the specifics. So I want to talk about each like, specific like armor set or enchantment they give out for at least the armored um, um villagers but as nicola mentioned like for example the desert villager gives out a chest plate and leggings the plains villager gives out leggings and boots and the savannah villager gives out like um helmet and, and chest plate so if you want like a full enchanted set you might have to go through like the desert the desert armor the plains armor and the savannah armor just to get the full set diamond armor so for sure just make things like very balanced where like i mean like as you said, you can just get an iron farm that gets lots of iron. Then using the armor or other villagers, you can trade that iron for emeralds and use all those emeralds to directly get the diamond armor. So it was really easy to get the to get all the diamond armor really quickly, but now it makes it more harder because now you have to actually mine for diamonds. So before, as I mentioned, it used to be like 40 emeralds for like a diamond chest plate. Now it's not a bit less emeralds, like, like about like 20 emeralds, 16 emeralds, but you also have to add diamonds. You have to add four diamonds to get that diamond chest plate so before like you can just like create an iron farm afk for a couple days to get enough iron to get emeralds and use those emeralds to actually get the enchantment you want or the armor that you want but now you have to actually mine for diamonds you have to get like four or five diamonds to get the armor that you want so now people actually have to mine for them instead of just like afk and iron farm and getting enough iron to get that um so that's all about the armors i have do you, do you have anything you want to add nicola yeah, they also added an, uh, two, two extra trades that haven't been there before, which is the iron block to emerald, uh, which is one iron block for four emeralds, um, which could be useful in early game when you don't have a zombification thing. But like, then again, when if you're a master, if you're, if you're at master level, you probably have the ability to zombify. But that trade is uh, at a better rate than the original iron trade. They also added a diamond to emeralds uh conversion where you get one diamond block is 42 emeralds and they removed the old uh trashy diamond to emerald trade um so this is a better conversion rate at almost one diamond for five emeralds which could be useful um if you're slow on emeralds but for some reason have like a bunch of diamonds right but other otherwise like those two trades are really not that useful um but yeah the other changes are really where the it changes the game. Yeah, and remember, um, Nicole talked about this before, but they did also nerf or like lower the um, zombification for villagers before you could like zombify villagers and cure them with like a weakness splash potion and a golden apple to get them to lower their trades. You're gonna see like, like exposing them to the zombie and then curing them to make them think you like help them out. But now, um, before it used to be like you could do that multiple times to even get like one like one emerald for one diamond piece of armor, which is really, really good. Like you just need four emeralds for a whole set of diamond armor, probably even enchanted. But now you can only do that curing process one time, which wouldn't lower their trades to one emerald, maybe like five emeralds. It would still lower their trades like a bunch because it's like a feature of the game. But one would lower their trades to something like as busted as one emerald for one piece of armor. Yeah, it is uh, really um, another thing that's important to note is that it won't lower the diamond prices. So you'll still need like uh, three, two to four diamonds 
for each piece of armor, right? Which, um, and uh, the there's an interesting feature of the uh, zombification process, which is that there's a short-term uh, discount and a long-term discount that lasts forever. The short-term, so that means that, like, even though it may seem that it dropped to one emerald immediately, right, it, it could go back up to three or five after several day, several in-game days, right? And another thing to note is that the... Uh, the other villagers um, for the for the diamond tools and swords, those guys uh, don't, or the weaponsmith and the toolsmith, those guys don't have this change in effect currently. So we might see that happen, or we might not, because right now it's still uh, only emeralds for uh, any type of sword or axe or shovel or whatever. But so we might see that come into effect, or we might not. I would expect to see that to come into effect later on, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'll just kind of summarize like um, everything that we just talked about. For, before you used to um, get like like emeralds for diamond armor, but now you can actually get diamonds for diamond armor. So it's kind of bad for early game if you if you can't like mine that many diamonds. It's hard to get like a like a full set of diamond armor, especially now you can't get one full set from one villager. You get at least like multiple villagers, multiple biomes to get one full set. Um, the armor has specific enchantments, so you can't like re-roll the villagers or keep on getting more villagers to get more enchantments on those armor pieces will be the, um, the same specific enchantments. And we'll talk about that for librarians too, since librarians like the whole thing changed. Um, now you can like, it buys iron blocks for just four emeralds, which is kind of, a, I mean, it's kind of a bit better, but this is a ma the master trade. And also the Taiga villager does buy one, I one diamond block, so nine diamonds for 42 emeralds, which is kind of a steal if you ask me, but only for running low on diamonds. And before I switch to librarians, I just want to talk about this another um, structure loop buffer they're implementing. Um, now you can get mending the mending books, which are really rare to um, find, but you can still find them. You can now find them in ancient cities, and now you can find efficiency one, two, three, four, five, all those books in mine shafts. You can get quick charge one through th um, three from out from pillager outposts, and you can also get breaking one through three from desert and jungle temples. So I, I kind of feel like they're moving away from like stacking. Um, like um, just AFKing an iron farm and then getting like like max like maxed out diamond armor in a couple of days and more towards like exploring since and Minecraft is like an exploration exploration game. It's not like kind of like an AFK game where you just like do everything for free to actually explore for it and like find more chests and explore more structures. So I feel like it's kind of moving towards that. And before we um, move on to the um, the librarian trade, which the whole loot table kind of changed, where it kind of like everything's kind of different. Um, do you want to add anything else, Nicola, to like armor or like armor, cartographer, any of these kind of things you talked about yet? Yeah, for sure. Like you said, they emphasize like the exploration aspect of it, especially with the separation of biomes. It's like biome specific trades. Right, so that may, that really forces you to go out and explore in the world instead of just sitting inside of your trading hall and waiting to upgrade your your villagers and getting iron from your iron farm. Right, it really it really uh, re revives like the spirit of the game, especially in like the early grind days. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it might become like a bit harder for us to become to get diamond armor that fast, but it definitely does like improve the game in general by. As the name suggests, it rebalances the whole villager trade system. And now I'll, I'll go more into the librarian wandering trader. Um, so do you want to talk about wandering trader first, Nicola, or should we talk about the librarian first? Let's talk about the wandering trader first. Um, it's not that long. Uh, they basically just updated a bunch of trades where they, and then they made it so that you can actually sell 
the uh, the wandering trader uh, baked potato, fermented spider eye, hay bale, milk bucket, water broader bu bottle, and water bucket for a couple emeralds each. But it'll it's again limited to like um, one trade for most of them or four for the baked potato. And then they also changed the um, the items that they can buy. They added a couple that you can buy for one emerald. Uh, all the different logs you can also buy for six to twenty emeralds an, an enchanted iron pickaxe. And you can buy for five emeralds a potion of invisibility. They also changed a couple of different um, a couple of different trades for the pricing and for, and the the amount that the, the wandering trade trader gives and how much it can give for the brown mushroom bucket of puffer fish and bucket of tropical fish gunpowder lily pad packed ice and red mushroom and vines. But those are really just junk items that you find except for maybe packed ice. But again, it only gives six trades as always. So it unless you really need six pack dice, that's not really useful, right? So I don't know if you have any other thoughts on that. Yeah, so I, I want to like check your like your opinion on it. So do you think this will kind of like affect water traders that much? Because usually like whenever I see a water trader in my world, I just go straight to and kill it for the leads, which I'm sure a lot of people do only for like those leads from like killing the wandering trader. So do you think this is like kind of like really buff the wandering trader so it become like actually something people use instead of just like throwing away or just killing it for the leads? Or do you think like the water trader will kind of like, stay the same in the meta like it is right now where people just kill it for leads and just don't even trade it? I think this is really like on your first few days where you found a village and you have a couple of emeralds to spare so you can buy like some like an enchanted the iron pickaxe that's enchanted. Otherwise, everything else doesn't seem that useful except for maybe the potion of invisibility. Everything else, I wouldn't see players buying it, even even new players or um experienced players i don't see them buying anything that they changed so really i think the the lead meta is still going to be what's prominently used all right yeah cool so now the last thing we'll talk about today is the villager um system and the whole villager system kind of changed um before it used to be like um you get a villager and you get like either a trade from it and the trades are good you keep in traded it to get like more of that book or you just like break the lectern and place it again to get another trade that's called rolling i think where you just like break it and place the lectern again to get different types of trades. But now it's less about like luck because before maybe you could like roll like like 100 times to get like that one sharpness for a book you always wanted. But now it's more like you have a fixed amount, like you're, you're, you're for sure gonna get this type of trade if you trade for a villager. And I'll explain how this works. So now again, it's based on the seven biomes, um, desert, the, the desert biome, jungle, villager, Plains Villager, Savannah Villager, Snow Villager, Swamp Villager, and the Taiga Villager. So kind of, so before it kind of felt like um, trading was much better than like Enchantment Table, where you like like you can get like a book, but also there's a lot of random chance to it. You can get like an unbreaking book and like one kind of like roll, or you could like wait hundreds of rolls to get this like this one type of book. So now it's much less random, and players will have to work towards kind of instead of like relying on random chance to get a trade, it's that to work towards getting the best trades by leveling a trade leveling a librarian to master the master villager that's to get the trade they want. Um so I'll just I'll just go more into the um specific um like each each villager gives what types of books. Um so first of all um librarians from different biomes now sell different enchanted books. Again, each different like li um librarian, desert librarian, jungle librarian, etc. They all give their own enchantment, enchanted books, and now there's only there's one special enchantment 
um, it's, it's called like the special book, where this 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 enchantment is only available from the master librarian. So you actually have to trade with the librarian before like master and level them up to master so that you get this special book. And first I'll go over um the these the special books and then I'll go over the normal books they trade. And there are no um if someone wants to get like all these type of special books, they have to visit all the seven biomes. So they have to collect all the desert desert villagers, jungle villagers, plains villagers. So I'll, we'll talk we'll talk about later how of how exactly like the whole like breeding system and the whole like villager like villager halls and the whole system will change and how that technical community will respond to it. But first, let's get into the actual like special books that will actually trade the villagers. Um, so the books are like the pretty um normal books that you actually need in your world. Um, this includes efficiency three and breaking two, um, protection three, sharpness three. Silk Touch, Mending, and Fortune 2. Um, these are books like you'll probably use a lot, like Efficiency 3 on your pickaxe, Unbreaking on all your tools, your armor, Protection on all your armor, Sharpness on your sword, Silk Touch, Pickaxe, Mending, all your armor, and Fortune on your pickaxe. So all this type of stuff are kind of like the stuff you must like get for like actually good enchantments, especially like Protection, Sharpness, Mending, um... Yeah, before like mending used to be a pretty big like trade. Everyone used to like roll villagers for mending because mending was a really good book. But now it's kind of more like not based on chance, but based on like, um, like actual like working towards that achievement. So again, um, all the books I mentioned here are all um when villagers level up to the master status, where you level them up by trading with them, and after they reach like the master level, then you get access to to these type of books. So the desert villager has efficiency three book. Um, Jungle Villager has Unbreaking 2, The Plains Villager has Protection 3, Savannah Villager has Sharpness 3, Snow Villager has Soak Touch, The Swamp Villager has Mending, and The Taiga Villager has Fortune 2. So this, uh, again, all these books I mentioned are books you get when you unlock the master level of these villagers. So you, so you do have to like, actually trade with them for like a long a long time to you get access to, the book, access to, to these books. And now I want to talk about the um, specifics of all the normal books because it's not that really important. But I just want to note that the Swamp Villager does give the Mending book, which is really important. So, so now, like, obviously getting Mending is, you can you kind of think of it as a bit harder, I guess. It depends on your opinion. But you actually, like, get a Swamp Villager, which means you have to, like, make two villagers breed in the Swamp Biome. So you just find a Swamp Biome, then get two villagers to the Swamp Biome, then breed them to get a Swamp Villager. Wait for it to grow up, then to level it, up, love it up all the way to the master level, and then trade with it to actually get mending. So I just want to like ask your opinion, Nicola, and how exactly like how do you think this will like affect getting books? What, 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 like, do you think it'll make getting books easier, harder? How do you think in general it'll affect the current style of getting books? Yeah, for sure. So one of the uh, important things to note is that it's only efficiency three or protection three or whatever. It's only like level three for the ones where you're really looking for the level five ones, right? So really this this will make it a lot more tedious and a lot more emerald consuming to get to level five. Um, but then again, I use the word tedious, but I don't know if it's really tedious because we're you're really rolling for like t three hours straight trying to get that sharpness five or that mending book, right? So it, it really makes it a lot harder to get it, but it it's a lot more, you know, with the spirit of the game instead of just sitting there axing and then replacing the, the black turn over and over again until you get what you want, right? So it, it really, again, these biome-specific uh, villagers um, force you to go exploring and 
do what Minecraft wants you to do and really get and to, to get like the the book that's really core to the game the mending book that everybody talks about you really have to use like your whole you know the whole Minecraft knowledge that you have to really get to that book right to bring all the villagers there breed them grow that villager up and um, assign it the mending book and level it all the way up right yeah 100% so as you can like wrap up like today's episode, do you, do you, do you want to talk about like how the exactness would impact the technical community? Because I know for sure like there are a lot of videos on like um, like breeders and like villager holes where it kind of like the whole process of like breeding a villager, zombifying it, then getting the trade you want for a specific book. So how exactly does like this whole process get like affected by like a specific biome for a specific villager? I mean, it really just makes it take it makes it you take like a lot a lot longer to get your full uh, villager trading hall, and at that point, I don't even know if it's worth it to make a trading hall anymore, right? Because you're you're on, you're only gonna get sharpness three, efficient three. You're not really gonna get that sharpness five. Sure, you're gonna have mending, but still, you, um, like it obviously it's gonna be useful to have one or two villagers that have the enchantments that you want. But it's going to be like really tedious to get that full villager hall. I think people are still going to make villager halls, but you're going to have to find, you're going to really have to figure out how you're going to be able to transport like these villagers from seven different biomes to one place, right? Whether through the nether or through anything. And then you're going to have to have those emeralds and that experience to combine like the sharpness protection books into the level five or level four books. Right, so that you can actually apply it to your armor and get that max level armor. So it just makes things a lot harder. But like I said before, it's really like what, like you shouldn't be just sitting there breaking and placing lecterns over and over again to just easily get that. It really just, like sometimes harder is better, right? So it's, it's just going to make things a lot more uh, in spirit with the game, right? So I don't know. I think it's a good change, like when you think about it, you know? Yeah, so alright folks, um, that's all for today. That's um, 1.20.2 summarized in 30 minutes for you guys. Um, Nicole, do you have anything you want to add? Some like final words you want to talk about? Not really, I mean, this it's it's an interesting update to say the least, right? Yeah, for sure, it's really interesting. Like the whole like rebalance system. We'll have to wait and see how exactly it affects like the community as a whole. Um, anyway, that's, that's all for today, guys. Um, thank you for watching, and I'll see you guys next episode. Bye.